Shyan. Hey, bitch. <laughs> Hello? Why does that always make us laugh? I love that little boy, and I hope he's doing great. I hope he's. He, I hope he's doing. I yeah. hope he becomes very rich. <laughs> uh, that's my president. That's my president. Because <laughs> I wonder how old is that video? Oh my gosh, we should look it up. I think it's old. Like he should be maybe like. Because that's like Vine times, right? Yes, dude, it is Vine times. Yeah, that's like twenty years ago. Oh, A bitch. Anyway, the only Vine I know. This is ass. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we are back with another. Oh my god, Drag Race Thailand. Oh Where is your Where mind is my at? brain, bitch? Just kidding. We're here for a thoughtful moment. Thoughtful moment. My name is Jay Dye. And I'm Leslie. And we are the hosts on this podcast, and we provide shortish episodes that focus on introspective conversation with two queer Latinx millennials each week. Bitch. Each week, we rotate between three segments called Thoughtful Moment, Mm -hmm. Music Moment, Mm -hmm. and a little science moment for you. And you are lucky to be here once again for our Thoughtful Moment. And our Thoughtful Moment is where we discuss subjects that have impacted our life and things that we go through as humans and as queer people. We have a very unique lens to offer to the group. Mm-hmm. And we want everyone to understand that we're not a monolith. Mm-hmm. You know, we're different. Mm-hmm. We're unique. Mm-hmm. And we have our own experiences that we want to share with the world. That's right, bitch. So we're talking today with the same people we've been talking to like the last fucking month. Seriously. Is our three friends. And we have a queer series recorded. And right. this is going to be the second to last episode. And then in three weeks, will be the last episode. And no more gay shit. No, just kidding. No more fucking gay shit. Actually, we're working on a part two because let me tell you, Leslie has something. I have a lot to say. She wants to say something about last week's episode. (laughs) That's not who I am. (laughs) That is, that's not my man. We're sorry if last, if last queer sex series episode, we were wilding out. Yeah, I want to publicly apologize to anyone that listened to that episode. I want to thank you, but I also want to apologize because there's a lot that I need to clear up because it's not who I am. It's just... We weren't prepared to have that conversation, and yet we had it anyway. Yeah, and this goes to show, like, when you're not ready, like, if you don't have your cliff notes out, like, bitch, (laughs) you are gonna fuck up. And I think I was too ambitious. No, I think we were. I think we were too ambitious. We covered so much that we should have... Relaxed. And with we will preface that that was a very long recording session. And now it made me feel like, is this what artists feel like? Is this what fame is going to be like? <sighs> like, bitch. I guess. I guess this is the cost of fame. I guess this is the cost of fame. You're right. So keep right. your eyes out because we are going to come with the through with the redemption episode just to clear up some shit for my consciousness. Yeah. And don't yeah. worry. We'll have new new queer people. You won't have to listen to the same old. Seriously. You won't have to listen to our friend Casey whisper for two <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Love you, Casey. Um, but we're going to do a double feature before we move on. We want to feature something that we're in love with right now. And first is going to be my BFF talking about some faggot. I'm just <laughs> Um, Yeah, so an artist that I've been really into lately is um, his full name for you folks out there is Eduardo Hernandez Saucedo, but he is personally, he is professionally known as Ed Maverick. Um, Okay. Super young kid. He's only 20. Makes me question a lot of things in my life. Uh, But he is from Chihuahua for all my Chihuahua fans out there. And he is a Mexican folk 
singer, songwriter, and honestly, he's been at it since a very young age. What, like 17? Dude, young. Like, I think oh he was like 14. He was performing oh, yeah. at like bars. Um, and he was releasing some shit on SoundCloud. But the reason that I've been really obsessed with him lately is because he came out with um, a self-titled album and it's called Eduardo. I really like him because I don't I don't know how you how you function, Jay, but I really like music that just really like takes you for like a story. Yeah, it takes you out of the real world and into that world. Yes. Like the yeah, for sure. And he was very intentional about the way that he set up the lineup of his songs. So mm-hmm. smooth transitions that you don't even know. It's like, oh shit, I'm on the third song. Oh, like, wow. how did this happen? Um, super talented kid. Um, and I don't know, it's just really cool to hear music in Spanish that I don't normally bump into. And so, I don't know. I really like him. I really encourage anyone that's looking for a different sound, and especially if you're Spanish-speaking, to look into him. He actually, like, is kind of pretty well-known, and I think it depends if you, like, are out there, like, doing, like, random Spotify playlists because he does pop up. But anyways, he on Instagram, you can find him as Ed Maverick, and he just released an album two weeks ago, cute little album called Eduardo, um, and it's just it's just a it's just a cool album. And on the Instagram, I'll like feature some of his shit so that you guys can just familiarize yourselves with it and see if it'll be something that you guys can be into. That's my vibe. And we will put this on our Spotify playlist. We will. So please check the link below. What's yours? What's um, your feature, bitch? I wanted to feature something because I am losing a lot of hair. Okay. And it's stressing me out and I am keep getting split ends. And now that I'm letting it grow out, I am starting to notice like the, the actual like stress I put on my hair. Yeah. Like with rolling around in bed because bitch, like I love you. When you see me in the morning, you know my hair's all fucked up. Yeah. It's because bitch, I fucking put pillows all up in my shit and I don't care how my hair looks. Yeah. And putting cotton to your hair damages your hair. Sucks out the water because cotton wicks water away. That's why it's good as a t-shirt because it takes it from your body out of the thing. It absorbs it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not good. And I encourage everybody, if you have the finances, come on. Everybody has the finances to get a silk pillowcase. But yeah. it, if you don't like the aesthetic of silk pillows, I get it. You don't want your shit to look like a fucking... 1970s fucking bachelor pad. I get it. So I came across something on TikTok called Ankara Silk Bonnets. Mm -hmm. And Ankara is a a print from from Africa. And the store that I'm buying this from is from Omas Cosmetics. Uh And it is a African-inspired beauty brand. And these silk bonnets are the most beautiful patterns you've ever seen. But on the inside, they're lined with silk. Mm -hmm. Which the reason silk bonnets are really good is because silk helps keep your hair from breaking Mm -hmm. and smooths out your split ends to where it's not continuously splitting. Mm -hmm. So it's it's recommended that everybody sleep in some sort of either silk pillowcase or silk bonnet. And the reason I'm suggesting these is because one, we need to break down the stigma about people with bonnets because it is a protective style and we need to fucking appreciate it because y'all need to understand that wrapping your hair... Is the best course to do for your hair. Honestly, people that use silk bonnets are ahead. Are ahead, ahead of the game. Are ahead of... I mean, I'm probably going to get one because, you, as you know, me too. I, I too. Me and too. what I love about these is that they're very affordable. They're only $20. Wow. And let me tell you, I have seen gentrified ass silk bonnets for $60. Oh, fuck that. And I've seen other, like, there's, I, there's like, because I, I, I follow a lot of TikTokers. There's another mm-hmm. TikTok person who has her own silk bonnets, too. It's $40. Mm-hmm. And it's not even cute. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's, like, not, it's, like, what I love about these is that they have that elastic in mm-hmm. the front. And her, the other girls didn't even have an elastic. 
So I'm like, it's going to fall off my How head. going to stay on? That's what I'm saying. Oh but be careful, you guys, because they are selling out like crazy. Yeah. There are 32 products and there's not that many left. So please go. I will link the website below. But if you want to Google it, it's OMAS, O-M-A-S Cosmetics. Wow. And there are the Ankara products, which is Ankara Silk Bonnet. It's only 20 bucks. That's not bad. Isn't that so affordable? That is very, very But look at all these are sold out. Dude, people be buying this shit. I'm happy. I'm look. Happy. Support, support. Um, support African. Support uh, African businesses. Yeah, support black business businesses. No, I'm probably going to buy one because as our conversation and, you know, you being scared about your hair. I am too, oh, dude. I'm and I'm so just scared. like, fuck. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, because we keep doing the shampoo, we keep doing the oily ends, and it still keeps and the con- and like the and masks. the conditioner, and it doesn't. I know, I know. So I'm hoping that this is going to transform my hair. Okay, but um, I encourage everybody to do it because For they're sure. beautiful and support women, black absolutely. women, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so we're going to talk about our experiences coming out, being outed by people in school, and when did sex start getting pleasurable. Do you want to hear what you had to say? Are you scared? I am fucking scared. Let's <laughs> let's see because bitch, let me tell you, I was drunk and co- incoherent in the last one. I might be even more incoherent in this one. So, bitch, I hope wish I, us luck. I hope I said nothing. If we don't sound good, we're not posting it. Don't Bye. hold it against me. Bye. <laughs> Okay, so welcome back to the Queer Sex Shit. Now, the way I edited this episode, since it was a three-hour episode, I kind of had to do it in chunks. So the part where I'm starting it was mid-conversation, but just know we were talking about the anxiety of presenting as gay while not being out as gay yet. And that dynamic of like our internal struggle with accepting who we are when other people were telling us like, bitch, you were fucking gay a hundred years ago, you know? So we're going to start the conversation just right off the bat. And I hope you love it because I get emotional and I tell you my secrets. And so is everybody else. So here we go. Pew, pew. Right after I came out, I was just like, I'm going to be, and I think that's like with a lot of like, at least queer, like women identifying people, you know, they're just like, I'm going to be the coolest lesbian that you ever saw. I like went through my like, silly butch phase which i still i think i'm like pretty like masculine presenting for the most part but um i was like really like far off like i like dressed so crazy <laughs> i mean you owned but, a lot of leather yeah leather mama. leather and denim. i mean i still kind of do but like more refined now i was just like no i'm just gonna be a much lesbian i don't care i don't know how to build that well but i'm gonna find something and i'm like <laughs> i just i tried really really hard but like that was like a really cool eye-opening thing for me like after like officially coming out because there's like a lot of rumors about me before I officially came out that I was gay I was like no you guys it's so crazy that you would say that about me (laughs) 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 I like would have like friends how did so did those rumors have any impact on your decision to be gay like were you like they're already saying I'm gay so I guess I'm gay or were you oh dude no I tried to fight it really really hard because like like I said I had a lot of like popular friends and they're like Bella we've like changed in front of each other and like we slept, slept naked before and I was like dude what like don't believe those crazy silly rumors about <laughs> gay. Yeah. like there's no way but oh like God. that might just be like a Midwest thing you know it's just like super like not open to the gays out here I mean it's like it's getting better now at least in like bigger cities like where I'm at but no, I know that the straight friends I have have to go through it a little bit before feeling fully comfortable around me. And some of them don't go through it, but the ones that do, I do recognize that, like, 
they had to give up a little piece of how they felt the world was before feeling as comfortable with me after I came out. Oh, absolutely. I had, like, a friend who had, like, a full-on breakdown when I told her that I was gay. Was, I waited till after graduation, because I'm like, I'm not going to, like, let y'all have that over me. Like, yeah. <laughs> which I, w- I wish I would have, honestly, because I would have, like, been a lot different and, like, a lot more. Um, I would have loved myself a lot more, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, community but, like, work. Everybody has for sure. to go through that coming out with you, and the people who come out the other side... There's work that they had to do, too. <laughs> Absolutely. And, like, a lot of them, even, like, in our older age now, like, a lot of them have, like, DM'd me and all that shit, just, like, apologizing for, like, yeah. the shit that they kind of, like, put me through. I, like, there was, like, a slumber party I had, and, like, they made, like, a secret group chat about me because I didn't have a phone at the time because my mom was, like, a single mom and, like, had three kids. So, like, I my friends would let me borrow their phone. And it was, like, a slumber party we had. And, uh, like, they would let me borrow their phone when I wanted to text someone. And I saw this fucking secret group chat. They're, like, who's sleeping next to the lesbian? I'm not. Like, yep. they're all, like, chiming in, like, text, like, not me, not me. And I'm just, like, are you? I wasn't even out at the time. My gay vibes were just, like, so in your face, I guess, without me knowing. But I'm just, like, are you kidding? Yeah. Relate, relate. Yeah, relate because... <laughs> Bella, like, I also had that happen to me. Like, I had a friend come stay over, and I wrote in my diary, like, my coming to myself, like, of realizing that I am gay, realizing that I love men, and, like, it was, like, a whole, like, diary entry of, like, me confessing to myself that I'm gay. And then Mm -hmm. I had someone stay over who read it and told our whole entire fifth grade class. Oh, my God, no! What happened? Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard because it's like so hard now to come out too. But like, especially when we're like that young, I'm just like, oh my god, my world's ending. They're gonna know. Especially, especially when you're outed and you're not like ready to defend yourself, right? Because now, now I feel like if anyone like you're a faggot, I'm like, yeah, (laughs) a faggot and two bitch. And 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 guess what? And I have a podcast. (laughs) What do you have? What do you have? But no, I know exactly. I know what exactly what it's like to to. To, you know, have everyone talk about you and have everyone assume these things about you when you're not even ready to say that about yourself. Like, it's so... Exactly. It's so that hard. Was so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really share the sentiment with Bella and what she was saying earlier. Like, when people almost out you when you're not really ready to be outed. Like, in my, in my situation, I've never really come out, like, ever. And so it's mostly people being indirect and friends making like subtle like things like haha that girl huh right just to confirm that I was looking at that girl or whatever the case would be so using things that I would say like against me just to confirm like my identity or what I liked and so I think it's a working process for me to this day of struggling to understand how people can want to know so much about me when it's something that I still choose to work on by myself but I think like the very very close friends know and people will listen to this podcast um will know like I've come out to like really close friends and been like well you know I'm I'm sure you already knew because I'm sure there was messy things went out around high school and people always said things about me and people always talked about how I dressed and how I did things or why I said certain things or when I was Mm -hmm. drunk and I said certain Mm -hmm. things So always like throwing that back in my face. And so I've never really myself come out. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. 
And I think even now, you coming into your sexuality, you don't have to be one or the other. Mm-hmm. You don't have to yeah, say... Yeah, I was going to say, there's, like, no right or wrong way to, like, really come out. And I feel like there's, like, so many different, like, factors into yeah. it. And yeah. I've had so many people come out to me for the first time. Maybe she, maybe she's that, uh, you know, Pisces energy. But, yeah. but, but I feel like everyone's like, feels like this pressure because um, they have that like little like gay tendency here and there, but especially like, I don't know, maybe it's just me. Cause I'm like still out here in the Midwest, but like a lot of people are still like really keep that shit under wraps and like, they don't tell anyone about it. I swear, I feel like, y'all know that one meme where, like, he has those veins popping out of his head, and he's like, me, if I haven't told someone I'm gay. Like, oh, the first yeah. Like, yeah. No, like, I, I, I would come out a billion times a day, like, to everyone I meet, because it's, like, a big part of just, like, everything I talk about. I just, like, I'm just so gay. <laughs> yeah, I do think it's, like, the Midwest maybe mentality. I don't see myself making an announcement anytime soon. And you don't have to. I don't think I ever will. I live my life very private, and... I'm very confident in the people that know and that are close to me. That's when I divulge, you know, and then family is a whole different other like, you know, thing. But yeah, for me, it's just I think I I like accepted it. I don't think I have to. And I think having close friends as my roommates have normalized it for me. And also the reaction that I've gotten from close friends that are like, yeah, like, okay, cool. So Uh, moving on. So what's Yeah, you literally don't even owe it to anybody to like come out. And it's I think because they always knew. And I... I'm glad that they were accepting and let me come to terms when I wanted to with them. So that was okay. Yeah. So no offense. I forgot. What was the first question that I asked when we started this? Up? <laughs> when, when, when did sex, sex stop? Good? Okay. When did sex get good? Okay. All right. Um, also, I'm going to pee real quick. Hold on. <laughs> so Bella. Yes. Hi. I'm Angel. Hi, Angel. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm getting kind of like wine tipsy right now. Ooh, I'm trying to like. Bad. I'm trying to like blink really hard and make sure I'm like answering these correctly. Oh Maybe you, you should just, do some no, stretches. I'm not, I'm not like trash or anything, but sometimes like whenever I get a little liquid courage, I just start acting like a fucking horn dog. I'm like, yeah, I love the fuck, and I like the. No, that you know that's good that. content. So that that's what the people want. <laughs> and I worked at a sex shop for like um, a year and been like to a whole bunch of different workshops and stuff. Mm-hmm. I went to like A camp. I don't know if like anyone's familiar with that auto straddle. I don't it's, know like, what that is. Gro- <laughs> it's like the top grossing like lesbian and like queer femme leaning um, publication like oh, online they have, like magazines and okay. stuff. Wow. Yeah, they have like a they have like a summer camp every year. I mean, obviously not really now because oh, of gay. COVID, but like it's hella game. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. It's like it's more like some leaning lesbian, technically like a lesbian publication, but like Okay. Basically everyone but like cis men and shit were like able to go to camp. Well like gay men weren't really because it's like more girly type stuff, but that is very sapphic. Okay. So when did sex stop hurting? Honestly, for me, sex really stopped hurting, like I said, after I had that amazing experience with that second person that I was able to communicate, communicate, yeah, communicate with me about everything. I'm telling you, that's like the big difference. That's why lesbian sex is so fucking cool, because we just be talking the whole time. And and, and And there's a way to make it sexy. Like, it doesn't have to be like, are you okay? But it can be like, do you like it when I do this? Like, consent can be like really sexy in the bedroom. You know what I mean? No, I I do because, um, you know, with you and Leslie talking about that, it really does sound like communication is what made sex better. And then 
really thinking about my first penetrative time and my second, that's what it was. It was that like, no, this hurts. Okay, then let me stop. Let me exactly. reset. Let me how are they supposed to know? And how are, I don't know, like how is anyone supposed to know like what you like if you don't say it out loud? Exactly. You know what I mean? Even like how men sometimes like just do it. I, I think sometimes yeah. instinctually men know that they have to put their penis in something and then by going back and forth that makes it better and I think mm-hmm. that's all they know when instead of asking like wait do you even like me doing this do you right because even- I swear and this could be a hot take I don't really like like the really fast paced like I mean, sometimes I do, given, like, if we, like, have discussed it. But, um, I, like, don't really, like, like, really fast, like, me, 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 like, ramming into someone. I'm just, like, maybe I'm, like, hella gay in that aspect. I'm just, like, can we just take it slow, girl? Like, let's just do some cute, like, ugh. I'm big on passion whenever it comes, like, like, really, like, slow, strong shit. Not just, like, a, like, jackrabbit the whole time, you know what I mean? Nobody likes being rammed into. <laughs> Absolutely Shit. nobody. Nobody. There's like little spurs where I'm just like, yeah, just go crazy right now. I'm just like, <laughs> when I'm like, a, when I'm like about to, not like, I'm just like, okay, just go ham. But like, for the most part, I'm just like, so like heavy things are like really cool. But I've met like a lot of girls who are just like, yeah, just like go really fast. I don't like slow, and I'm just like, okay, that's cool. And then they try to do the same thing to me, and I'm like, uh, I don't know, I don't know about that right now. <laughs> Can we try a different pace? <laughs> like bitch slow down yeah. like, fuck. like I'm just like jiggling all over the place I'm just can you just like relax real quick like at least me I don't I don't come like just from like straight just like crazy vibrations just like yeah. rammed into my shit but the combination yeah um yeah. Casey Basie Y'all, what about you, boy? Did sex ever hurt and then stop hurting? Uh, penetration still hurts me when mm. I get penetrated. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure why. It actually might be a me thing because I'm really sensitive to, like, anything. Like, mm-hmm. shots or, like, getting scratched. I don't know. It just hurts so bad. Mm-hmm. Even recently when I got my COVID test up my nose. Oh. Have, have, any, of you, have any, of you, any of you done that yet? No. 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 I have. Did it's it, cool. Did it hurt you? No, but also, like, the CVS lady, she was really hot. And she's like, just really quickly and <laughs> Slowly, and I was like, oh, oh you're a little slut, so you liked it. <laughs> you're like, like harder. No, I did it for me, but she's like directing me, and I'm just like oh, really yes. like gay about that. You know what I mean? I was in like a drive-thru, and she's like, all right, so now you're going to do this and twirl it this way and hold it. And I'm just like, yes, ma'am. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, mommy. <laughs> well, okay, most people I say... And that I know they say the coronavirus test does not hurt. When I did it, I was sobbing. It looks it looks like it hurts it a lot. But she's like, what's wrong? And even my partner here and his mom who got it too, who are fine, they're like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, <laughs> So like, that's just, I, just, I don't know, maybe I'm just really sensitive to pain. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I've always held this value that communication is important. So I don't think I had those missteps. And even coming into my current relationship, I was like, we're going to talk about it. And he had to learn to talk about it because... For him, he's like, well, if it's not organic and it's not passionate, it's not fun. And I'm like, these are TV lies. Literally, I've had that conversation with so many so guys many. that literally say the exact same thing. If we have to talk about this, then it's not what we happens don't. in the moment. It's like, but the, I don't know what happens in the moment. You no, know? that's such a cheap-ass way to, like, be selfish. I don't know. Mm. I don't know, man. I'd be, like, pretty upset if I'm just like, well... What about this? Like, well, that's not organic. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> that's that's I'm a like, GMO. That's, that's, that's GMO sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Because, like, what's organic for someone else isn't the same for me. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. we yeah, gotta because- talk about this shit. 
Because I feel like organic could also be talking about it. For me, yeah. it is. It doesn't have to be I'm like... I'm a chatty Cathy. Yeah, I'm a chatty Cathy too, dude. Like, I love talking in bed and a lot of people, like, was very much like, I don't do that. I don't like talking about that. And it's just like, okay, but like, how do you know I'm having a good time? I really don't even, I don't even talk a whole bunch unless I'm like changing something oh, Bella, up. You like, can't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, you like that shit, girl. <laughs> oh, dirty. Well, no, and, and that's, that's a sexy way to do it, right? Because some people. Yeah, I'm saying like consent doesn't have to be like, so like corny, like, is this okay for you? Like, are you okay? Or I can be like, do you like it when I fucking do this shit to you or like do you like when I put this in your pussy or like <laughs> kind of that kind of shit and it's like oh shit that's like corny but also like yes or no it's like a hot way to like be consensual without like making it like corny you know what I mean no I agree 100% because I get the exact same critiques too where it's just like but that's not sexy I was like what do you mean telling me like give it to me harder that's not sexy ruining your fantasy you know what i mean like what the fuck are you talking about like i feel like there's sexy ways that you can communicate in sex that doesn't have to be like okay so do you like this do you like this so now we're flipping you over yeah so now i'm gonna okay yeah and i i I don't yeah literally but i love you yeah Um, i love you too and i don't even like that's not even to say like i'm really not like that talkative unless like we're like changing something up but like for the most part i'm like kind of just like lots of moaning but not really like talking that much Mm -hmm. unless it's like i'm doing something new and then i'm like i want to make sure it feels okay to them i'm kind of like quiet i've had like a partner before that just like can you just like talk and like say some nasty shit to me and i'm like uh i'll uh, do my best but like that's not really like (laughs) (laughs) angel did you ever the sex ever hurt for you Sex never hurt for me. Little Miss Perfect over here. Wow, you've really not had to deal with anything. It like, has yeah. been uncomfortable in age. moments. Mm-hmm. I've had my uncomfortable moments, like but it, it never hurt. Like the first time, the first time I did penetrative sex and the receiving end, it didn't hurt for me. It was just uncomfortable. But I also didn't get let it get to a point where it could have potentially gone painful because when I felt the discomfort, I cut it there. Communication. I was like, you I'm Mr. done. I was. I was like, okay, we're done. Yeah. It's, it's just uncomfortable. I'm not enjoying it. I'm not having fun here. So I cut it. It didn't last for more than a minute. Okay. That's well. really great for you, though. So I feel like I it took just, me a long time to find seriously, my voice. Same. I would have laid there and be like, okay, well, okay. <laughs> But again, it also happened yeah. with somebody who I was very comfortable with, who I knew for a while already, and I knew I could voice these things with. But I think even if it wouldn't have happened with somebody I knew, it I still would have been very vocal about it. Even if it was really hot. Yeah, because I'm not having fun. I was uncomfortable. How would it have been hot? I don't know. I feel like for hot guys, I'm just very much like... You'll let everything Dude. slide? Okay. I can, I can oh share God. that. No, I couldn't do it. A little bit, but I can share that sentiment of just like... Because I've been with guys that were just like, in my, in, in my book, just super fit, super attractive. And, you know, not to get to like body dysmorphia insecurities on my end. <laughs> but I've been like... Oh, okay. Like thinking, like you have to put up with it, right? Mm-hmm. In a way, but that's so awful. Yeah, I'm already heartbroken. Yeah, it's hard. yeah. I did. I used to not love myself that much. Well, I, it's not your fault because yeah. all these things that play into social power, beauty is like the unsung, like topic. Mm-hmm. Like people don't want to talk about what we let pretty people do to us mm-hmm. and to people we love. Like it's so weird. Like, yeah. But they're a catch, right? They got what they wanted, or like, what are mm-hmm. they going to sacrifice to say that they've like achieved that yeah. partner? I'm so disruptive that even though I share that sentiment, 
I would never. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I don't want to, like... There's so much loss of agency for me when I give into that. Mm. No, yeah, same. So I couldn't. That's why I would not be able to... No matter how hot the other guy could be, if I'm feeling a, a discomfort or pain or something, it's just like, I'm done. Like, I'm I not think, enjoying it. And no matter how good looking you are, in my eyes, I'm not going to let it go any further. I just think for me, like, being insecure, having a hot person be into you just as much as you're into them really helps that idea of, like... This is the pinnacle of where I should be at, I guess, my relationship, my... my, Your presented relationship. Yeah. Yeah, right? Because I feel like everybody wants to have a hot partner that they can show off to everybody that they're happy and they're pleasing them and that they're pleased at the same time. I mean, Bella, I don't know. Do you do you ever feel like that? I feel like girls... Dude, honestly, girls are so pretty. I feel like girls... Yeah. Pretty girls are everywhere and pretty guys are not. <laughs> are not everywhere. I feel like more often times than not, I see a pretty girl with an ugly guy that I'm like... Dude, me too. <laughs> yeah. it's so I, true, though. I just feel like maybe I'm biased because I'm just like, ugh. No, <laughs> you're you're. I think it's, I think it's real because I, I see like, guys like hot ass straight friends, and they like have these like bottom of the barrel. I'm so sorry, but like some cis men I've just seen, and they like are dating my hot ass like straight friends. I'm just like, what the fuck? He must have like a wiener made of gold or something. Because like, What's dude, he does not deserve you for real, like. Mess. Okay, oh, so we've been talking for too damn long. Let's wrap up with like gay media, right? Man. Okay, bitch, that's a wrap. We have one more queer sex series episode left, which is about representation in queer media. So that's going to be a hot take. And then that's going to be it. So make sure you follow us on Instagram, homo and training, because we'll be posting some gay shit all up in there. And make sure you listen to our Spotify playlist. We have it linked below and they're just really fun songs to just get you dancing, partying. And you know what? We use it for our Sunday cleaning days. So please like, come on, if you just want to get up and clean, Throw on a playlist and get crazy. And also make sure you email us and let us know what queer sex topics you want to know. We're doing this because we want to have just the information out there for any queer person that is lost or confused or wants to hear the perspective of different people, you know? And if you want to hear us have a perspective on something you haven't heard, email us because we love queer people and you're like... You're my audience. But I also know we have a lot of non-queer people listening to. And it's always good for them to know that, damn, these fucking gay people don't think the same. And that's really important. So email us at homoandtrainingpodcast at gmail.com. And then that's it. But thank you guys so much. Bye-bye.